Hi, good morning everybody. I'm going to start early today. I'm just getting on here to check my technology out and to make sure that my microphone's working right. So good morning. God bless you. Welcome to my 945 for this weekend of April the 23rd. Live at 945 with Bishop Ed Akers. Good to be with you for 15 minutes this morning to talk about things uh, that can get our week jump-started that we might have a great week this week. That's the, that's the prayer. And we can glorify God in our life this week and we can enjoy His presence uh, and grow in our faith every single day. That's the real goal of Victorious Living Ministries here is that we would grow in our faith, we would grow in our relationship with Jesus Christ, that we would be a blessing to the people in the world. As Christians, we are uh, in the world but not of the world, as the Bible says. And this often leaves us at odds with things that are happening in the world. But yet we can still, by the love of God and the power of the Holy Spirit and the grace of Jesus Christ in our life and the Word of God and faith, we can, we can move right into being a blessing to people, even though we're in the world, but we're of another kingdom. Uh, this morning I'm coming to you from Victorious Living International Offices and, uh, of course, Victorious Living Church this morning. Our service is at 1045. Uh, our weekly gathering on Sunday mornings. The church, of course, is active all week long with other gatherings and groups and ministry taking place. But Sunday morning, we gather as a family of God and with so many other churches and families uh, of God that are meeting around the city today and around the world. My friends overseas in the Philippines and in Pakistan have had a church already. Sunday morning has come and gone, and they're in Sunday evening now. And God bless you for the ministry you do and and the worship. Now we join our voices with yours in worshiping our great King, the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, it's wonderful to know that we're part of a global body of believers, that Jesus has people in every nation, in every land, every city, and that when we come together on Sunday mornings, we reflect just simply one of those gathering places. Well, I want to talk to you today about, um, of course, I'm always kind of striking at mindsets, striking at cultural issues uh, when I talk. The last couple of messages I've been pre I've preached here at the church have had to do with the Lordship of God, the Lordship of Jesus Christ, about uh, our posture in worshiping Him. I know today Pastor Brent Powell, the senior pastor here, or lead pastor of the church here in Grove City, is going to bring a worship today about what is true, our word about what is true worship. And so if you can tune in, uh, I know you're going to be blessed by that powerful word. He's a man of God. He brings a great word. He's a great pastor. And I'm excited today to hear that word. Uh, another layer of what God's been speaking around here. But yesterday we went to the Columbus Zoo here in central Ohio, a great zoo. And uh, we do that. We join that. We get a membership every year. And we take the grandkids and we go with the kids and tag along and, and just enjoy a day as the weather is breaking here in our part of the world. And as we were looking at the rhinoceros exhibit, that beautiful animal that they have there, that rhino, um, well, I heard a young man just earshot, overheard him say, I don't know how men or mankind got to the top of the food chain with creatures like this around. And uh, he actually used the word evolved. Don't know how we evolved to the top of the food chain. And so that hit my ear right away. Now, you know, I think one of the things I want to establish and say this morning as I'm trying to bring a word of, uh, of thought, maybe a challenge and encouragement, is that Christians, we think and see the world through the lens of the Word of God and through 
the kingdom way of looking at things. So we don't see the world the same way. So the philosophies, uh, the, uh, uh, the things that the world speaks as truth, and the concepts that they that the that the most majority of them, so many people in what we would call the secular secular part of society or the non-religious uh, sector or the non-Christian sector or unchurched whatever label you want to use, their philosophies are oftentimes diametrically opposed to what we know the Bible tells us to be true. This is probably no more. Uh, no greater distinction can be found on earth than between those who believe God created the earth and those who believe that everything happened by natural means of physics and then natural means of evolution and, and the universe sort of just being a product of scientific events. And so there are two, there are so many different ways of looking at it, but there are two primary ones, and one is the Christian or we call worldview, or I like to call it heavenly view or kingdom view uh, and mindset. And then there's the, the non-Christian one, let's put it that way. And so I heard him say that, and I'm thinking, you know what, today is also Earth Day. And it was uh, all over the zoo, of course. This is Earth Day, celebrating the Earth and uh, celebrating, you know, being con conservationist and taking care of this planet for the next generation and trying to stop the degradation of the planet by consumering the consumerism of human beings. I get all of that. I get it. I also know that we are stewards of this earth as Christians. We are stewards as humans. We are to care, as God told Adam in the garden, we are to care and tend to the garden, to the earth. We should take care of it. So nothing I'm say, going to say here today is that I believe we should just trash the earth and, and not see the earth as valuable. Obviously, we live on this earth. We live on this planet we want our children to have resources, our grandchildren to have resources while we're gone. We don't want to consume everything and be destructive and, and cause this to be, you know, almost uninhabitable for people. But at the same time, as a Christian, I realize that the earth is not to be worshipped. So my question today should, is, should we have an earth day at all? Should Christians participate in it? What could be possibly a satanic agenda behind the idea of an earth day? And uh, what should we maybe have a creator day that, you know, as Christians? Anyway, uh, I just want to give some thought to this today. Psalm, uh, let's go back to Romans chapter 1. Romans chapter 1 verse 25 says, They traded the truth for a lie. They traded the truth for a lie. Well, that goes on in every generation. But I think we could say in this generation that is particularly very obvious. It's easy to observe through social media and other means that uh, people are believing the lie over the truth most of the time. People, we've had a hard time the last several years even trying to decide what truth is, and we're seeing so many things being uh, upended that we once held as true. But they traded the truth for a lie. So they worshiped and served the things God created instead of the creator himself. And then the, the writer of Romans goes on to say, after creator himself, comma, who is worthy of eternal praise, amen. They traded the truth for a lie, so they worshiped and served the things God created instead of the creator himself, who is worthy of eternal praise, 
Amen. I'm often in awe of this earth. I've seen some great sights, as many of you have, to stand uh, on the precipice of the Grand Canyon or to look out over the Atlantic or Pacific Oceans, uh, to fly in, a, in an airplane at 40,000 feet and look out and see the top of Mount, snow-capped top of Mount McKinley, uh, or other, you know, tremendous views and vistas on down to the very minute things that are very awesome about this planet that we live on. But you know, for a Christian, and specifically me, that doesn't lead me to worship the earth or desire to make the earth a god or goddess. What that does for me is it brings an awesomeness and a greater uh, awestruck sensation toward God who created all of it. Just the very uh, wide range of design and wide range of different species of animals, plants, insects, all of that doesn't lead me to want to have an earth day. It leads me to want to praise God for he made things so wonderfully well. It reminds me of my minuteness, how small I am compared to this great God that I don't understand even one one hundredth one one hundred thousandth of the mysteries of the earth itself that were put here by intelligent design by a God who's greater than the creation itself. And from him we stand on this rotating rock held perfectly in space, rotating at a measurable, repeatable speed we know when the sun will rise and set to the nanosecond now. Everything is predictable because it's been designed. And so we don't worship the creation because we see a rhinoceros who's this humongous creature. We realize that God just made more and more and more. Out of his creativity came all of the beings, all of the species, all of the colors, all of the things that you and I observe, and we can accumulate, God made all of that. Here's some scriptures about all of creation. Psalm 19.1 says, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. So when I see the sky above, when I see the stars at night, the sky has been particularly clear a few nights this week, and we could see Venus or Mars. I don't know what planet was shining in the north sky. The moon and all of the stars and the complexities of the star systems themselves. You could look around and say, hey, this is incredible. But it brings me back to praising the creator, not the creation, not the inanimate objects or even the living ones. It doesn't bring me to worship them. They are temporal. They, they will die. But the creator who made all of this is worthy of the praise. This was the reason he gave us these wonders to look at. That his glory might be known to us. The heavens declare the glory of God and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. Psalm 19.1. Revelation chapter 4 verse 1. Worthy are you Lord and our God. To receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things. 
and because of your will they existed and were created. You see, God created all things. They all exist because he willed them to be so. When we see them, we lift him up because we understand he is good, that his creation is good. And so on Earth Day, what could be the satanic principle behind it? What could be the driving force of negativity? Why not just celebrate it? It's just a harmless day. It's just another day or festival. I get it. We don't have to take on everything. But let's think deeper than just saying yes to everything, too. I believe one of Satan's goals in, this, in any era has always been to eliminate God as creator. This started in our nation many, many decades ago. It was once taught in our public schools that God created the heavens and the earth. Now you can't even mention it in public schools. Most Many private schools don't even teach it. And if they do, they teach a hybrid of uh, God, but also mixed with science's version of how things came to be. Um, we often think that science, at least the secular world, and many Christians think science is somehow smarter than the creator. That, it is, that the science is a higher authority. We know that science is a product of man's abilities, inabilities, or tries or attempts to find purpose, meaning, origins, uh, whatever you want to call it. And it always leads back to God, but we can't give it to God because then it doesn't seem like we're the ones that are actually figuring this out. So Satan is out to eliminate God as creator. He's also out to remove him from our consciousness. If you take the creator away, then God starts to kind of diminish in our consciousness. Without God the creator, there cannot be any belief in what the Bible says. The very first book of the chapter is about creation. The very first chapter is about creation for a reason. It is the foundation stone of the rest of what we're going to read. This Earth Day and the celebration of this earth and us on it as these kind of super smart individuals that can take care of this big old planet. We uh, kind of get a pride and elevate self. The devil likes to celebrate, elevate self-reliance, which takes God out of lordship. And if you look at the Bible and you look at history, much of what we see happening in America today is a return to Egyptian creation worship. They worship the sun god. They worship the uh, gods of the air, the, fly, the birds who could fly. They worshipped everything that was created. Egypt worshipped it. Satan wants to return that Egyptian mindset of slavery back to the earth, always, so that we might worship the creation over the creator. We might not make idols that look like falcons or suns or birds or animals, but we can begin to worship this creation. Even created things that aren't necessarily the earth. Anything created, we can worship. One of the areas we're watching this happen today is the gender dysphoria and confusion. Redefining sexuality as created by God gets rid of the creator even further. And to think that that can even be done tells us that so many people do not believe in an absolute powerful God. Because surely, if He's absolutely powerful. We can't change his design, and the design is very observable between male and female. But it all goes back to the fact that we have taken God out as the creator, and we have things like Earth Day instead of days to worship the creator. 
Man's been trying to get to God and look at this universe for a long time, and we're coming into, we have such great technological advances, right? We're such an advanced species. We have supercomputers. We have super telescopes. We have super colliders. We have uh, super space rockets. They just had the largest rocket ever fired into space with hopes of going deeper into space and further into space. And no matter what man tries, super submarines, super deep sea diving equipment, super uh, colleges, super, 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 super. <laughs> Everything's super. We keep coming back to the same thing. We're pretty much bound to this earth and its uh, effects on us by its own God-given natural flow and storms and floods and winds. And we are just often trying to survive what this earth throws at us. And that's only one planet of what we think now to be perhaps millions of planets billions of stars thousands and thousands of universes and galaxies wow the expansiveness of it and the bible says god sets back and with the span of his hand measures all of creation he's outside of it he's in it he's beyond it so no matter what super thing we build or undertake it's never going to be greater than god that's why god is called supernatural because he supersedes nature. Because he created it. I'm not trying to be a stick in the mud. You want to celebrate Earth Day and you want to do a little better at recycling and using less plastics and making the Earth safer for your kids. I think we should all be responsible. But I know in the area of worship and setting aside days and setting aside observances, I'm not going to worship this planet. I'm not going to worship this planet, any of the animals on it, any of the people on it, any of the things on it, any of the mountains, anything that is greater than me, I'm still not going to worship it because there's only one thing greater, and that is God Almighty. So, I don't need an earth day. I got a creator day. His name is God, the father of all things, the creator of all things, the maker of all things. God bless you. I appreciate you. Look, I'm getting ready to go do some crusading some pastor's conferences, some ordaining, and some other things into the Philippine Islands. I have two nights in two cities, Butuan, Mindanao, Philippines, and Capasalan, uh, Mindanao, Philippines, about 12 hours from each other driving. And in Cagayan de Oro City, I will be preaching multiple services, probably about 10 times altogether in a short period. Two of those nights are healing citywide revival crusades. I need your help to pull to bring these crusades together and to fund the necessary needs to win these souls. We expect there to be hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people come to Jesus Christ in those two nights. The Philippine church is a very vibrant church. It's alive. There's a lot of great leaders there. We're going to go there as Victorious Living International and support them and increase our efforts in helping them achieve the mission God has called them to in their part of the world. I'm looking for 35 people that will sow a $100 gift to Victorious Living International. Aside from your normal partnership gifting or your normal tithing to the churches that you're in, $100 sacrificial gift to help me with these crusades. That's $3,500 by May the 1st. If you can do that, go to victoriouslivinginternational.com, make your donation. 
or go to our Facebook page, Victorious Living International, or Pastor Ed Akers' page, or Ed Akers Ministries, I should say, and send us a message that you intend to be one of these 35 $100 donors. This will win souls in the Philippine Islands, and we will see miracles that we can attest to the people there that God is moving and He is real. This is a new region for us in Butuan. That's a whole new area that God's opening the door for us to go and help bring more souls, establish more works, and help spread the good news of Jesus Christ to this part of the world that God has specifically targeted for us for many years. 35 people, $100, victoriouslivinginternational.com. Would you please help me get this done? Well, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that everyone who's listened to this today, that we would understand that you are the creator of all things. That by you things were made, for you things have been made, and nothing supersedes the creator of all things. You are worthy of our praise, worthy of our glory, and all power and credit comes to you. Father, let us look at the wonders of creation. Let us look at the wonders of all the things you have made, and in the end, be in awe of you, not the creation. Thank you for giving us this planet to live on for the life that you've given us here. Thank you for the many wonders and blessings that come from this creation. But we know they come to us because they come from you. I pray all this that you'd bless the folks this week in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you. Make sure and subscribe to my podcast, uh, Victorious Living with Bishop Ed Akers. Also, find us on the web at victoriouslivinginternational.com and on all the social media outlets, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube, Ed Akers Ministries, Victorious Living Church, Victorious Living International. We're on all these platforms. Lots of information for you. Lots of stuff getting ready to happen uh, to get a lot of uh, materials and teachings into your hands and into your life. Well, God bless you. Have a great Sunday. Have a great week. And... Uh, I hope to talk to you again next week at 945 Live with Bishop Ed. Remember these words from 1 Corinthians 15, 57. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. God bless you. Have a great day.